yeah! My name is Matt Brown. Who is this? Let us start the show. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Walking on air because the Productive Conversations podcast is back here. What's up, everybody? This is the Productive Conversations podcast. My name is Matt Brown, and I'm the host of this medium. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody is dandy, excellent, and preposterous on this Monday. It is the 18th day of January in 2021. It is a Monday. It is a new weekend. We are going high, 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 everybody. Seriously. We have a new president being sworn in on Wednesday. Everybody, please do the right thing. Be responsible and be safe out there. And we have some new, we have a new, uh, a dawn of a new era, right? Good times ahead. But I think everybody has the potential of doing well today. So let's make it the best day possible. And what's one way to start that great day and a great week? It is having an amazing guest on the Productive Conversations podcast. And who is that amazing guest today in particular? Matthew Edwards is on the program this Monday. What a great friend of mine. I've known him for many years, especially due to my heart. And he's had quite the comeback story in his life. He dealt with a lot of issues and he overcame them. And one of the ways he overcame his obstacles, he's a born-again Christian. And he talked about his struggles, the... um, the deep things that he was involved with that was not good, the bad road he was heading down. And my man found faith to overcome his obstacles, and he is prospering better than ever. So we talk about his story from literally starting from the bottom, and now we're here making big moves, and we're going to hear Matt E's amazing story, Overcoming the Odds. And we also have some things that he wants to promote, And we also hear some great insightful things about life, faith, and other great things in this world and life. And let's start it. Let's start get the ball rolling. Matthew Edwards, it is your turn. Let's start the show right now. Everybody, we are in for a treat. I have a very special friend of mine, someone who's had my back for a long time, and someone I've learned a lot about life, faith. Because of this guy, I'm a better person, and I'm very, very happy he has joined the Productive Conversations podcast. Matthew Edwards, Matt Edwards, what's going on, buddy? Welcome to the Productive Conversations. Glad to be here, Matt. Glad to be here, man. Long time, long time coming. And uh, we got a long, long standing relationship and just going to make some great productive uh, conversation and content and just try to try to bless people today. So let's do this. Yes, we're blessing, doing blessings indeed. And we have a lot of great things to say for these listeners. So Matt. Yes, yes. 
one of the great things about you is you have a strong faith. You have, you have strong faith. You're a very spiritual person. You're yes. somebody who believes in God and you're a very proud Christian. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, definitely long history and definitely uh, just been a long journey as far as seeds planted in my life. Uh, raised Catholic, Roman Catholic, similar to kind of your background, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, uh, you know, definitely was always something in my life, but wasn't this kind of focal it was a a focal point it was a foundation but then about six years ago i had some things happen in my life um kind of went through trials and and had been on this spiritual journey because i never really had uh this you know just like foundation and peace and just looking for i was looking for something constantly looking in the world looking and that is when i really and not to mention after a lot of conviction for living kind of in a way that wasn't in line with what I actually believed, which I actually believed that, uh, you know, God is real and that his son, Jesus Christ came and died for our sins, which is what the Catholic church teaches. Um, and that the Bible is true, you know, that literally, and, and that is a loaded statement right there. But I do believe that because you have to understand how to understand the Bible um, as far as there's poetry in the Bible, there is allegory in the Bible, but then there are is also just narrative, straight up narrative, just that's true narrative, you know? So you have to be able to pick that apart. But I do believe, I'm a believer that the Bible is true. Um, and uh, just definitely believe that over my life, but didn't live in accordance with that. Because if you believe it's true, you're going to live your life in reflective of that. And so six years ago was when my day of reckoning came and I acknowledged and said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to surrender my life to you, God, whatever you want me to do, however you want me to do it. That's it. And that was 2014. So now it's about to be seven years. Yeah. I'm in my seventh year. (laughs) Um, and, uh, that was it. And I became a born again follower of Jesus Christ. And, um, my life was drastically changed ever since that day I made that decision. And, and yeah, and, 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 um, yeah, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey still. You know what I mean? It's not it's it's not like you just come to this thing and then everything's solved. No. But I do believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he's the only way to heaven. I believe that he's literally uh the savior of mankind. He came to die for our sins and and rose again on the third day and that's that's the foundation of our faith, you know, and for all those who do profess Christianity and for all those who don't, hey, it's that's you know, you've got your own journey right now. That's where you're at. I definitely am an evangelist. I definitely will tell you, you know, to come to Jesus. But, Mm -hmm. but again, I can't force anybody to do anything. You know, I've just got to live my life and my testimony and my experience, which I'll get into and then just kind of share that and uh, definitely, you know, pray for others and also treat others. uh, What the Bible says, this is the first page of the Bible. It said that uh, humans are made in the image of God. So that's whether you're a believer, whether you're not a believer, whatever, everyone's made in the image of God. So just having that respect and uh, reverence for others is very important outside of even just, you know, just being a Christian. So that's a little bit about me. Um, uh, besides that, I am a 28 year old dude from Norwalk, similar to my brother, Matt. Oh, my name is also Matt, similar to my, my brother, Matt right here. Absolutely. And, um, definitely I have a beautiful family. Um, I'm very grateful for my mom, uh, dad and brother who I, uh, I currently still live with. I'm one of those, uh, beautiful millennials that live home until, <laughs> until you get a move out of there. But you know what? I've, I've come to a great appreciation for that because, um, 
I just look at it differently. I get to be a blessing to my family longer. I get to support and encourage and help my mother, father who are getting older, uh, get to spend more quality time. I heard a little bit, you were talking about a little bit of that with, uh, I can't remember who, I think it was either Brennan or Tommy where you had more family dinners, you know, this year, stuff like that, where right. just, just if you weren't living in that household in the same environment as them, you might not have those experiences. And that's something that we need to cherish because they don't last forever, you know? So again, like I, I look at it, do I want to make a move and get my own place and all this stuff? Yeah. And I am taking steps towards that, but patience, patience is a big thing. And that's something that God's really taught me over the years, especially considering I graduated from college four years ago. Uh, it's a good transition there. I graduated from UConn. Let's go Huskies. Um, I got, I think I got the, my boy hooked me up with the 89 win women's uh, shirt. I got up on my wall over there. I love it. I but, see. Um, I see. You know, UConn definitely, I, yeah, with SpongeBob on top over there, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, just, just, uh, graduated from UConn four years ago with my, um, uh, communications degree, uh, just, and we could, we could get into like college and, uh, just the ups and downs of college and figuring out what you want to do and all that stuff. Because I, I actually, I kind of, I talked to people like that. Well, it kind of, it's a lead into where, what I did on my, uh, university campus. So I went to UConn and Stanford and I, uh, helped with a ministry there that I actually helped to found, which is called Huskies in Christ. It was a Christian ministry, um, on campus, but basically what it was, was just bringing together people from diverse backgrounds, diverse churches, and just, uh, on that college campus environment. And, um, so, and basically just, just, uh, living out, you know, our faith on campus, um, and just kind of showing people a different perspective of the faith that are, you know, that we're just on the campus too. So I talked to a lot of people that are trying to figure out, okay, well, I'm, I've got two years ago and, you know, I'm going for accounting or I'm going for this and that. And like, what am I going to do with this, you know, and, and how am I going to figure it out? And, you know, what am I going to do when I get out and, you know, all this type of stuff. And with, with this, with uh, me being 28 now, I graduated from, UConn four years ago, 2016, uh, almost five years ago. And I still haven't really landed my gig after college, like quote unquote, the mm -hmm. gig, you know what I mean? Like quote unquote, uh, you know, Oh, your life's going to start. You know what I mean? Like where it may, maybe you have these thoughts when you're in college, but I tell people, I say, be patient. Don't freak out when you get out. Like I have to get the job, which I think both of us kind of in retrospect. And I think maybe a little bit of everybody has that thought in retrospect, like, Oh, I need, I need to get out of college and I need to, you know, have the perfect thing and do the perfect thing. And it's not, it's just like, it's not like that, you know, with me, I got out of college and, and, and I've always wanted to help people and communications is a very broad spectrum degree. Um, I knew that I liked talking, like reading, like language, things like that. And so that's why I was, I, I fell into communication. I had, it was a long kind of pinball, pinball, uh, journey before that. Cause I think I did accounting. Then I did, I was like playing with like psychology and family studies and then finally ended up in communications and ended up finishing there. But, um, after I thought I was going to go to law school. Um, and so I didn't think I actually prepped for law school. I worked, uh, interned in a courthouse. I interned in an immigra immigration office. I, um, actually got into like three, four, no. Yeah. I got in three, four law schools with scholarships and I got accepted and I actually accepted, uh, a scholarship to, uh, Liberty university, uh, Liberty university down in Virginia, moved down to Virginia. This is 2018 and embarked upon, uh, embarked upon my journey to law school towards my JD. And then a month and a half in, I had no peace and I withdrew. And, um, 
withdrew, moved back up to Connecticut, um, and just completely life, another life changing experience. Um, because if you think you're fully in, you know, and fully going towards something and then just a mid shift, just to kind of, you know, withdraw and pull out of it. It's, it was, it was challenging. It challenged, definitely challenged me, challenged, you know, challenged this, this, uh, you know, faith that I had been strengthening, uh, but only made me stronger and um, actually redirection me. So I had, I had thought before that about um, going into kind of just ministry. I love doing Christian ministry type stuff, as you guys probably can already tell by, you know, probably 75% of the words that I'm speaking right now are kind of ministry type stuff. Um, but uh, ended up getting back into school this past, or it was actually 2019. And so now I'm in school at the same uh, Liberty University, which is like one of the uh, biggest Christian institutions in the country. Um, I'm actually going online now, but I'm going for my divinity degree, divinity degree, which is like a ministry degree. So, and I'm studying biblical languages. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, besides that, definitely try to stay in the communities here. I'm a member of uh, Haven of Rest Baptist Church in West Haven, Connecticut. Shouts out to all my uh, my brothers and sisters from Haven of Rest. Um, also, I have a nice uh, core group of family and friends, um, especially my, uh, you know, some of my friends that I uh, fellowship with, which are believers, young people that are trying to, you know, follow after the Lord. Uh, uh, before the whole pandemic and everything, we were doing um, uh, Bible studies at Chick-fil-A actually, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Um, it was like every, every Thursday or every other Thursday where we would gather and just kind of just, you know, take time out to, you know, get in that good book because we know that's where our, you know, where our sustenance and our, that's our daily bread, you know? And, and so we need that for life. So we would do that. And, um, pandemic's been a crazy throwing off everything year and we're heading into 2021 now, but, but, um, that's basically the rundown on me, man. Um, besides that avid skateboarder, um, definitely like sports too. I listened to that hoop, hoop, uh, the, what was it? The hoop. It was a hoop therapy, hoop therapy, with, hoop therapy Matt Brown Danny podcast. Yeah. I, I listened mm-hmm. to that. So that was cool, man. I, I definitely, definitely it's funny. Cause my, my brother, and my dad always get on me. Cause I'm always like into, I'm always, into my own stuff. You know what I mean? I, I'm always reading and stuff like that, but then I'll hear like, you know, a little blurb from a blurb, like, Oh, the Lakers won last night. I'll be like, yo, did you hear the Lakers won last night? Like, <laughs> like you know, like this and that, like, you know, like, or uh, I don't know, like I, I like for, for instance, I didn't watch the whole season. I watched a little bit of the bubble, but I, then I, I sat down and watched those games last year uh, with, with uh, LA versus, um, who was it? Who took them on um, in the, in the finals? LA was, uh, played the Miami Heat. With, well, LA Heat, which were good, dude. Some of those games were like, really, it was in, a good series. intense, intense games. So, anyways, that's how I was raised. My dad's like uh, raised me Knicks, Mets, Jets, you know, all the way. So that's something that you'll see if you look around my room. You'll probably catch some Knicks stuff and some uh, some cool stuff like that. So. Yeah, I like like the – well, thank you, Matt. Uh, That was a lot of great information and appreciate your honesty and candor with it. It's really, really sweet. Um, So one of the main things you were saying about spirituality and faith, and you mentioned to start it off, that you're a born-again Christian. Mm -hmm. So, Matt, my question to you is you said that you're about six or seven years now as a born again Christian. Can you tell us what brought you to that point in 2014? Why did you become a born again Christian and why did you decide to um, give yourself to the Lord for for good as being a born again? So I actually, as I said, with, with, uh, 
my life before that, I was raised in, I was raised in church. I was raised in the Catholic church, which, you know, you go to church on Sunday and it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, you get this long history tradition of, of um, just, just, you know, I mean, tradition is the real heavy handed word in the Catholic church, because literally even the, you know, the, the services, they go back thousands of years, um, just how they've been doing it, you know, and even with the music and even, even only up until like, when was it? 1960s was when they changed that to Latin. Like literally the, really? the whole liturgies, yeah, the whole liturgies and everything, they kept it in Latin literally for 2000, you know, well, it, around 2000 years, literally like around like 1500, 1600, 1700 years was the services were all done in Latin. They're, that tradition, that history, um, just just that many of these things that were just, it's, it was, I, I, I have a really great appreciation for it. Um, but what also came with that is this, you know, religion, you know, I just call it what it is. It's religion. It's, it's, you know, it's, 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 you're, you just know these things, dogma, they say this is true. And, you know, one of the sad things that I find, and, and I'm not advocating skepticism, but I am advocating the fact that if you ask a question, you should have an answer to that question because there is an answer to that question. Yep. Um, especially with regards to the Bible. Um, things should not be, this is how it is just because this is how it is. You know, people should have their questions answered. And I am, I am an advocate that when your questions, when your questions, when, when your questions are answered, when you have questions and they're answered, your faith gets stronger, not weaker. Of course, there's some things that are mysteries, right? Like we believe in a God who's three in one, that's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's no person on earth and there's been many great theologians and many great people that have, you know, had questions and things like that. But there, nobody can tell you three equals one. No, there's it's just something that is beyond, you know, uh, human limitations of our mentality. Um, and and literally how you know God has been from eternal Father, Son, and Spirit. Right? There's certain things within the faith that's like that. But other things, no. There there are. In, within the scriptures and when you learn and study the scriptures you can you find answers to your questions and um sadly that's not the environment that you learn in in the catholic church and i know many people have different experiences and i love my i love my you know brothers and sisters and even family members that are catholic and again uh the tenet of believing in jesus christ that's what unifies all christians um that you believe jesus christ is lord that he is god right he's not just another man he's not us you know he's not sinful like the whole rest of humanity he's a, he's god's only son you know that's what unifies us um but other things such as one this is the number one most important question how do you go to heaven you know that's the that's the money question right there for every single person right because mm-hmm. life is short you know, that's, that's it. I mean, that's, it'll talk about things that are monumental as far as things we think about. And I'm sure every one of us thinks about, you know, at, at, at one time or another, um, when we really sit down and kind of grapple with that, um, those questions are answered, you know, and, and sadly, my experience in the Catholic church was those questions weren't being answered one. And number two, the answers that they were given weren't solid. They weren't, you know, it just in my experience, I was dealing with something where I knew something was wrong as far as the, I'm not going to get into it because it, it's, you know, I don't want to get into it as my personal stuff, but it, I was dealing with something where I was doing something and I knew it was wrong. And um, so one of my religious leaders 
I went to them in confession, right? Confession's a big thing with the Catholic, which is confession's a beautiful thing. I have no problem with confession. Confession's a beautiful thing. It's acknowledging your acknowledging your sin, your wrongdoing, and 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 acknowledging it to someone else and then them encouraging you and helping you to turn from it, right? But I had an experience, and this was right before kind of my conversion came, where I went to one of my religious leaders and I was like, hey, I'm doing this and this I, I know this is wrong. He's like, it's okay, everybody does it, which that is not the biblical answer. Mm-hmm. The biblical answer is that if you're playing with fire, you turn and you run away from the fire. You get it, you get out. You know what I mean? You it's called repentance. And this is something that is not you can't just, you know, for lack of a better term, and I'm not trying to pick on on Catholic, you know, religion or anything like that, but you can't just it's hypocrisy if you just say, Okay, well, I'm just gonna do this, this, and this, and I'm gonna keep on going in the wrong direction and think I'm okay. Because it's not what what really makes a difference. It's life change, you know. It's life. It's acknowledging your sin. Um, there's a what is it? My, who says this? Um, the definition of repentance is uh, an acknowledgement in mind, which leads to an acknowledgement in action, right? And mm-hmm. so, long story short, um, I just knew I wasn't living right. I also had been on this other spiritual journey, which is this is going to tie, and I got a surprise for you, Matt, um, but. Mm-hmm. When I, uh, I right a little bit before this whole conversion experience, I got this job. It was like my second like real deal job at this place called uh, Coles. <laughs> right here, one year, one year of service associate right here. Um, and so, and so well, for I those at this place, <laughs> and for those who don't know, what makes that funny is that where that's where me and Matt met working at Coles. Is there yeah, you're saying? Both worked at Kohl's and um, but yeah, I got I got my job I got this job at Kohl's and I had been at that time I'd been on this this uh spirit other spiritual journey, which I got into I don't know if many of you are probably you know, um certain certain in, interested in certain things uh in they call it new age religion, which is basically like a hodgepodge of, you know, you kind of take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, uh deals with meditation, deals with yoga, deals with kind of like, you know, other types of like Eastern religion and kind of ties in some Buddhism, tied it, ties in all these types of thought. It it can also just be associated with like positive mentality, positive thinking, law of attraction type stuff. It's literally all kind of hodgepodge in there. And mm-hmm. so I I actually had gotten into that a bit. I got into meditation, I got into yoga, I got into just all this type of other type of spiritual stuff mixed in with my Catholic faith. And so I, I was kind of on this spiritual journey. And I mean, just to get into a little bit trace back behind that, this is stemming from the fact that I was empty um, in my, my young years, uh, like mm-hmm. probably up to my teenage years and things like that. I went after everything in this world. I went after, I mean, uh, just, you know, to be candid, I was, you know, literally got addicted to pornography and marijuana. That's uh, that, the, just to be mm-hmm. honest and straight up and literally got sucked in. And that was in, and, and that, uh, just, I don't know if any of you guys know that, but that's like a cancer in uh, well, the, the latter, not the former is a whole different story, you know, with marijuana and people's views on marijuana. But for me, for me, it was something that just completely was an escape. And I, it led me down both of those things led me down really bad paths. Um, and, uh, so I was empty and that yet I found this spirituality. And so at my lowest of lows and, uh, my personal story, I, and uh, few people know this, but I had gotten in trouble with the law and things like that. By the grace of God, I have no record. I have nothing on my thing today. And that's all. I chalked that up to God's grace. But um, at my lowest of lows, I started 
I had God from the, you know, from my faith, from growing up. Um, I had this, you know, this religion, you know what I mean? I had this and this, that this, that God is right, that, you know, God is real. And so when at my lowest of lows, I knew God was there with me through it all. And so that's when I started seeking him. And so I started on this spiritual, almost like climb now, you know? And uh, of course, at first, I really, honestly, I, with all this stuff that I was talking about, which is like, I call it new age, but it's definitely bigger than that. It's it's, uh, you know, meditation and yoga and there's good stuff in it. But um, I use that to try to start this ascend, this climb, this, you know, spirit, get spiritually minded and things like that. Long story short, that also didn't lead me down the best path because it's just mixed up. It's just there's there's if everything is right. Right. And this is basically the tenant, major tenant of kind of new agey type stuff. If you can, it's basically relativism, Matt, right. you can believe what you want to believe. I can believe what I want to believe left. You know, you can believe left is left. You can believe left is right. And what does it matter? Everybody believes what they believe and everybody's, you know, which in a respect point of view, that's beautiful, right? I should respect you and allow you to believe what you want to believe, mm-hmm. but in a logical point of view, no, if we believe in a world that is logical, if we believe in a world that where right is right and wrong is wrong, and we believe in a world where there's logical progression, where, where words actually mean what they mean and things that don't mean what they don't mean, this and that, there's got to be objective truth. There has to be objective truth. If, there, if there's no objective truth, everything is mean. I, I mean, this is my short, short, long-term short. If there's no objective truth, everything's meaningless. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no truth. If there's no objective truth, there's no truth. If everything's subjective, what does it matter if I punch somebody in the face? You think it's wrong, but it's not. And to me, it's not wrong. So anyways, long story short, at the end of that whole journey, I, and ultimately over that whole thing, there's this person called the Holy Spirit that convicts people of their sin that also, he also leads you and reveals Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ is to you. This person who is God, the Holy Spirit, was convicting me and leading me. And at the final point, he led me to surrender and uh, surrender to my father. And I said, God, like I said before, uh, I've been, you know, running basically, you know, going after everything in the world, going after, I wanted money. I wanted, you know, uh, pleasure. I wanted this, I wanted that. But really the only thing that could fulfill me was Christ himself, you know, and and my father, uh, God. And literally that's where I surrendered my life. And this was, like I said, this is 2014, end of 2014. And all I did was I started reading the Bible. That was it. I started, I said, finally, God, I'm just going to start reading the Bible. And so I started reading the Bible just from Genesis page one. And I know that some people, um, like if you've ever tried to do this, some people start with Genesis, which is the old Testament. And then, then they get through to like midway and it's just like, Whoa, like, you know, like this is rough. And I, I do advocate, you know, people, um, you know, you, Gen, hey, Genesis is the Old Testament is, is as much God's word as the New Testament is. So it's not wrong. And that's what I did, actually. But if you're looking for something more understandable and answering the questions for you of who Jesus Christ is, I would advise you start with the New Testament. You start with like the book of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, which are the gospels. And, and um, anyways, so long story short, I started reading. Um, then I had actually gotten more back into my Catholic church. Um, and I was great grateful for it. But I also had those realizations of, okay, well, there's stuff, some stuff going on here that doesn't line up with, you know, the book. And so I prayed, I said, God, put me somewhere where they want to live, put me somewhere where they want to live by this book. 
And uh, about two weeks later, I had a, uh, well, this, the, it, it, I, about two weeks later, I had lost my job like a little bit before this. Mm-hmm. And um, basically two weeks later, uh, one of my, I got a new job and my, one of my coworkers, he actually, uh, he's, a, he's a good brother. His name's Keith, actually. He actually had, he was an avid atheist and also just avidly kind of against, against the things of God. And then he met his wife and his wife was a Christian. And she said, oh, you're so smart. Go prove the Bible wrong. And he's an extremely intelligent dude really mechanically inclined. Um, and so he ended up trying to prove the Bible wrong and um, he ended up becoming a Christian. And many people have done that before. Uh, there's actually a big movie called a uh, case for Christ where it chronicles a, um, a, a newspaper uh, beat writer who actually goes on that same journey, uh, Lee Strobel. But anyways, uh, so he became Christian. Long story short, he invited me up to my church, which is Haven of Rest Baptist Church in West Haven, Connecticut. I'm from Norwalk. That's a 45-minute drive, but God pays the best frequent flyer miles. So I've been driving that 45-minute ride for uh, six years, and that became my home church. Um, I heard the gospel there, which is, uh, you know, just practically that I'm a sinner. Um, In order for me to be saved— I need to repent for my sins and acknowledge the only thing that can save me is not my good works, not me, you know, doing all this stuff and then hoping God will give me entrance to heaven. No, it's just acknowledging that Jesus is the only savior. There's no other name under heaven that men can be saved except through Jesus and me believing that he's my Lord and uh, accepting him as my savior, believing he raised from the dead. And I got saved after that. I got baptized. So baptism was not that. It's an expression of that. So as an adult, I got baptized, which it would kind of be rebaptism for us, right, Matt? Because we're, you know, we're we were born as in in the in the Catholic faith, you're baptized as a baby. But biblically, it doesn't make sense that you would get baptized or choose to be a Christian unless you consciously understand it, you know? So that's mm-hmm. kind of where it comes from. Again, there's theological debate and discussion with that too. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've been up there for six years now and, and I'm actually, I, I preach, I teach, I do, um, I teach the teens and also children there. And I also um, uh, preach like, which is like, basically you're like, you know, you're, you're helping to uh, teach uh, the church almost like a pastor. So, but I'm in training, so I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not sure I'm going to be a pastor or what I'm going to be, but um, just take it day by day. So that's it. We all start somewhere, man. Thank you for telling us the story. Thank you. So, I mean, that's something from, you had a lot of obstacles to overcome, you know, dealing with from legal issues and temptations and stuff like that. And despite all of that, you still, you chose to follow Jesus and become a Christian and and take that immensely seriously. Why do you think for you in particular, you know, some people try to do that and some people, you know, aren't able to fully accept it. Some people bow out and then some people like you fully embrace it and become, like you said, become born again and truly go on a new journey and a new road to recovery. Why do you think you in particular chose that route and compared to someone who may have gave up on it? Yeah, I think it's funny, man. I I wouldn't even call it as like, you know, I chose it, but like God chose me, you know, it's grace. You know, that's, that's one of the key, when, when you learn about the Christian faith, you learn one of the key things is grace, this concept, right? What is grace? Grace. And we, we hear it. It's funny in American culture, we hear it a lot. Um, like what grace is, but we, it's one of those funny things that I think until you really understand it, you don't have a good understanding of it. Um, grace is unmerited favor. It's the fact that we did everything wrong, 
but yet still God allows us to have life. You know what I mean? God, we, we do things wrong and yet we get good in, in response to that, you know, it's just God's goodness, you know? And, um, so for me, like I said, I made a lot of bad decisions when I was younger. Um, and, and, and not only that, I want to also make this clear. I deal with those temptations and those type of stuff to this day. Not like you're just a Christian and you just enter a bubble and you don't deal with temptation. You don't deal with struggles. You don't deal with kind of the things that, you know, are real life things for every single human being who's, you know, as far as the Bible goes, we're all infected with this thing called original sin and we all struggle with it. We all struggle with our temptations, our vices and things that we have to, you know, do it. In my case, I just counted grace that, you know, like I said, I, I heard it. I heard this call from God. You know what I mean? I heard this opportunity to be saved, which literally the Bible, uh, there's a scripture. It says this, that God's not willing that anyone should be lost, that anyone should perish, but that everyone should come to repentance, that everyone should, you know, be saved, you know? And um, so I heard that call and I think for me, why it was a little bit maybe easier is because my struggle was harder. Maybe I don't, everybody's got a hard struggle, but I, I just, I came from a good family and I took that blessing and I did all the wrong things with it. And so that's where it led me down a real tough road and led me down to a real deep, dark place. But then when you're in a deep, dark place, the light shines the brightest. So, you know, it's just by grace that I saw it. And, and I, once I saw it, I was like, Nope, I'm not going back. I'm not. Um, And like I said, it's not because I'm better than anybody else. It's not, it's that, that God's grace is open to everyone. Um, it's just, like I said, I just, I count myself blessed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's it. Like, you know, some people say lucky, I count myself blessed. You know what I mean? Like literally because it's no, there's no coincidence, you know, that I know God does everything he does for a reason. And for some reason he, he, he allowed me to get saved, you know, but, um, but like I said, I, I think my, my encouragement to anyone else that is wherever you're at, yeah, every, wherever anyone's at, everyone's going through struggles. Everyone's going through, um, things that are hard. Um, I definitely am a big time optimist. I know that there's nothing too hard. And and it definitely stems from my faith in God because there's nothing too hard Mm -hmm. for God. And with God on your side, you can do anything right with, with God, all things are possible. It's the words of Christ. So um, literally you, your situation is not as bad as our mental. And this deals with like psychology. This deals with kind of our mental outlook. We have a tendency to bleak in our own situations and think it's worse than it actually is. Um, but it's not, it's not the end of your road. Um, you, there is hope. There are opportunities for change. Um, there are people do catch breaks. Um, you know, and it only takes one. Um, and so just, just, you know, like I said, like, look up, you know, look up and, and, and I would definitely advocate look to God, you know, because he's the one I know he's the one whom all blessings come from, you know, he's the father of lights, every good gift comes from him. So, you know, I think that, um, when you look to him and also, and also look to people in your life too, that God has placed in your life to encourage you and to lead you in the right direction, (laughs) your parents, um, you know, cause they want nothing but the best for you, you know? And, and, um, I don't know. I, I just think that when we do that, we're going in the right direction. And I think those are some of the things that in my life, when I didn't do those things, that's where I ended up in the worst direction, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's it. Right. And you, you did mention before, you know, 
what you went through is definitely your business and it's up to you if you want to share it or not. But just yeah. for the sake of asking the question, um, for the audience to understand more yeah. about you and what's going on, if you're okay with um, sharing, do you mind yeah. talking about those struggles you experienced yeah, I, before? I definitely, definitely uh, in a general sense, it definitely, for me, and it's different for everybody. Um, everybody has their own difference. Some people would struggle with pride. Some people yeah. struggle with their ego. Some people struggle with, uh, you know, and, and of course, in the scriptures, in the scriptures, it delineates, right? Not everything's sin, you know, not everything is is bad, you know what I mean? But the, it's clear, right? In the Ten Commandments, you go back to the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, Thou shalt not covet, right? And you don't have to say it like that. That's the Old Testament English, but you don't, don't covet. Don't lust after stealing. And Jesus brought it even to a further, further point. Point. He said, if you've looked upon a, a, a woman with lust, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. I can say that's something that I, sh- I struggled with in my life, which was maybe stemmed from my tendency to go to pornography, you know what I mean? Or go to literally like, like uh, you know, lusting after, off, after women, you know, that is not in the right type of relationship. So that was something that like, yeah, I know I struggle with that. And it, it, it actually in my, in my, when I think back on it, it also, I think, stems from this sense of not knowing my purpose, right? Because you are trying to find purpose and fulfillment in the world. And what does the world say about us as young men growing up, right? We need to be good with girls. Uh, we need to be successful with girls in a way that is actually, uh, if you look at the scriptures, right? The scriptures advocate marriage as the covenant, you know, that after that, then you, you know, have postmarital relations. The world says, no, go with as many girls as you can. And you know, literally be successful and you got to be this hot shot. And if you're not that, then you have this void in you. And so literally you're going to try to either get that or fill it up with something else, you know? So I, I, that was one of the struggles I definitely struggled with also being accepted popularity. I think that's what got me into marijuana. One of the things, because mm-hmm. literally marijuana was a gateway for me. Hey, look, I'm cool. I smoke marijuana. I can, you know, you know, you want to be that type of person and then you gravitate toward those type of people. And that was something I also struggled with being accepted. Um, you know, and, and, and again, like your, your ex, your purpose is not supposed to come from that stuff. Your purpose is not supposed to come from social validation. Your purpose is supposed to come from God and that you're a, uh, mate, you're his creation made in his image. You're special. He has a purpose imbued into you automatically. And, uh, you derive your purpose from him. And so when you know that it's just like, you're, I I have peace. I don't need it. There's no validation out there that I need to get, you know, and, and I still struggle with that because it kind of tends over to like, I can talk about it. Like, right. I've always been an academic. I, I, I like being successful academically, but let's say I'm not successful academically. I know that my purpose doesn't, that what measures me is not those A's or that GPA. What measures me is my inherent worth, with God, you know? So I don't know. That's kind of like right along those type of issues are where I struggled with and kind of, and I I could say, like, like I said, we don't, it's not just like you, you come to Christ and then all your problems and your struggles go away. No, it's constantly a struggle between the realities that you, you know, you kind of accept that you're, you know, uh, what the scriptures say, they say, uh, any man that's in Christ is a new creation. Behold, all the old things are passed away. All things are become new. But yet you have this old man and this old flesh and these old mentalities still living with you. So now it's a war between this new spiritual person you are, you know, you're a new creation or that old person you were, you know, and doing those things that you know are not right, you know, and it's just a struggle. 
Um, so anyways, that's kind of, that's kind of pretty much it. And like I said, anyone that's in those types of situations, um, that are, you're doing stuff that you know is not right and you're being convicted over it. Good news. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins so you can be forgiven. And if you humble yourself, you turn from those things and you, you trust him, you're forgiven, you know, literally, and you can be freed and there's no guilt. There's no more guilt. There's no more condemnation. That's, you know, that's, that's, it's hope. It's nothing but hope. So that's, and, and not to mention also, it's a new day every day. God's mercies are new every morning. You know what I mean? Like literally you can wake up and you can be a different person than you were yesterday. If you don't like who you were yesterday, you can be a different person than you were yesterday today and you can be better. So, you know, that's huge. It's huge. When you come to that realization that you're not stuck in those things and, 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 you know, like Kanye said, Kanye's big on whom the sun sets free is free indeed. That's it. You know? So, (laughs) so, you know, that's it. It's, it's, that's what it's about. So respecting Kanye for sure with that. So, so Matt, thank you. And another admire you for overcoming the struggles and not letting, not letting, you know, the bad stuff of this world bring you down and neglect, yeah. you know, speaking of neglect, you know, not everybody, you know, there's various ways of faith and religion throughout the world. Yep. Yep. And as you mentioned, you know, some people, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're Jewish, you, whether you're Muslim, all the very, there's various religions. And in my opinion, I, don't, I think, um, you know, everyone has the right to believe what they want to be. And absolutely, uh, absolutely. regarding Christianity, though, and, and for your sake, if someone was very passionate about Christianity, mm-hmm. what would you say to people who might neglect Christianity? Maybe some people who are atheists. Uh, yeah. What would you what would you say for those people who may not have the same faith as you do with Christianity? What would you say um, yeah. is the is the way to go, I, if I anything? I would say, I would say, one, first off, that I definitely agree with you that everyone is entitled to believe however they want to believe. And definitely, like, you're right, we're, we have free will, you know, we're all inherently mm-hmm. rational people that can't be forced to do anything, you know, we've got to make our own decisions and come to our own understandings and all this type of stuff. So definitely, one, that definitely shouldn't be coercion. That actually, if you study Christian history, that's actually one of the biggest tenets of the Reformation. The Protestant Reformation was the fact that for thousands of years, for a thousand years or so, uh, longer actually, it was like 1500 basically when the Reformation happened. But one of the things they were so against was the government um, tenets. That's where our country comes from, you know, the government forcing people to worship a certain way you know literally that was one of the biggest things that they were against and um really that's that's where yeah that's where our our freedom of religion that's where those things stem from because of the heavy-handedness of government and forcing people to worship and that's not how it is that's not how it should be um but again everyone's entitled to their own perspective um i would say that again i don't believe that everything is right because that's relativism and then nothing's right. You know, that's my, and that's my personal outlook on it. But I would say that I do believe, and I've studied, I've studied world religions. I, I took a world religion class or I think a couple, I know I took like world religions and philosophy in college. Um, and I would say that there's absolutely good things in every religion. There's there, I, I, I would definitely agree to that. that there's wisdom, right? They, every people has their own wisdom. Um, every people has their own, you know, ways of doing things and culture and there's good things, you know, um, again, I would say that 
you've got to test it out. It's not, this is, and, and, and the reason why to me, this is so important is because your, your eternal soul is on the line. You know what I mean? You're, you know, literally your, your life, etern- eternal life is a lot longer than this life. You know, we, right. We, we live Lord willing, we live a hundred years. Mm-hmm. What's after that? You know, it's like, that's the, it's, and, 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 and how long is this, right? We know this world, right? We know how many people have lived this little hundred, hundred year life mm-hmm. or tidbit. This is a little Bible Easter egg. If you look in the beginning of the Bible, people originally were living to like thousands. So that's a little Bible tidbit. Um, but you can check into that yourselves. But again, compared to what, and this gets into the creation, right? What people were originally supposed to, if you go, if you're going at the Christian perspective, people were supposed to live forever, right? Adam and Eve in the garden, God created them. He said, if you eat from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in that day, you'll die. But if you don't, they were going to live forever. You eat from the fruit of the tree of life and you live forever. Outside of that, for us, we know we live only a hundred years. What's beyond it is very important. Um, and I, I do believe that there is a, a, we can have a knowledge of what's beyond it because God has revealed himself to man first through the Jewish people, then through Christ, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, the Messiah coming through the Jewish people who say he's the savior of not only just the Jewish people, but the whole entire world. Um, and so literally, like I said, I believe he, what he said, I believe that what he said is, is, is fact, you know what I mean? It's true. But again, you have to take a look. My, my biggest thing with people, especially people that have their perspective of the Christian religion from, oh, I had a bad experience in church. So, you know, that's my perspective. Oh, I know this person, they did this. Oh, have you ever heard of the, you know, the crusades? Like, how could you believe something? You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It, uh, just no, I, you know, the last 2000 years of Christianity, there's been messed up stuff that Christians have done or so-called Christians, at least in name, because if you're actually living by the principles, I don't think you do the things that these people do. Um, and if, if you actually do believe, um, but you're going to see a hodgepodge of, 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 you know, when you look at people, you're going to see people, you know, who are sinful, who do bad things, whether they call themselves Christians or not, you know what I mean? But when you look, you have to take a step back and look at the evidence and not only the evidence, but look at the words of Christ and who he is. And you have to answer that question for yourself. Is this just another person? You know, there's a, a point in the scriptures where the people were hearing him talk and they said, we've never heard anybody talk like this ever, mm-hmm. ever, no one, you know, and to this day, when people look at those words, no one, you know? So again, I would advocate everyone to be open, right? I'm open. I'm, and like I said, I'm, I'm not stuck in a vacuum either. I'm not going to close myself off. I love, I love to learn about other religions. I love learning period. And I right. think Christians should be like, like that. And everyone should be like that. It'd be open to learning and be open to, cause you, you don't have it all down pat, right? We don't have the whole perspective. Definitely. We believe what we believe and we know what we know, but um, you should always be open, you know? And so I would just advocate them to be open. I would say, read it, read the book. I, I you know, I actually am involved with the, uh, with a, a ministry it's called pocket testament league and uh and they pass out little pocket gospels of john i don't think i have one by me but pass out little pocket gospel john just to get people open to it because sometimes this can be intimidating this is intimidating for people you know what i mean like literally it's intimidating yeah. it's a lot of knowledge it's a lot of history it's a lot of but if you're an intelligent person you should think more of yourself because you can do it you can read this and you can understand it you know what i mean so it's just a matter of time and effort and that's where that gets a new people are too busy for god but then I was like, all right, you're too busy. Have fun. 
but he, but he loves everybody. So, you know, that's it. So anyway, just my, to, to wrap all that up and I know I can get on a run, but, uh, just be open. Oh, be yourself. Be open. Man. I encourage you. Know? you yeah. Speak. Just, just be open, you know, just be open. That's, that's my, my, my advice. Be open. And just, and, and definitely where respect is given, you definitely should receive it as well. People should be open to you to hear you out. Right. I right. should, you know, and that's why with me and Matt, even I, I love hearing him talking to too, because, you know, we all have our own perspective and you're not going to change that for anybody. You know what I mean? You see it how you see it, but when you share your perspective, that's how people change. That's how people get molded and you know, all this type of stuff. So over the break, the productive conversations joined zoom pro. So I pay for my zoom now. So I want to take advantage of it as long as you can. So, and it's worth every penny for it now join Ooh. now being a, I did the free version, but now I do pro and, Basically, I want you, anyone can speak as much as as long as they want. So don't worry about Praise that God. at all. Praise God. That's it. Cool. So, yep, absolutely. And, you know, Matt, you know, transitioning into that as well. And the, you had a great perspective and I really admire you being open to, to that as well. That's really cool aspect of you. So thank you for that. And now, what would I say to, well, or I should say, what would you say? This is, you know, we'll get into some other things, but just one more quite, um, question I want to ask for, regarding faith at this time is, uh, what would you say for anyone who's on the fence, more of an agnostic person of those who may think they're, who may believe in God, may not believe in God? What would you say to those people who are trying to figure out if it's, if it is what say, it is? I would say taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Yeah, God is God is a God that is not the God that maybe some religious leaders in your life have said, don't question him. Don't question that. You can't look at that. You can't you can't question that. No. God says, test me. He says, try me. He says, see if I don't do, you know, exceedingly abundantly beyond all that you ask or think. Test me, you know. See, uh, Jesus said, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open to you, you know. If you're on the fence, go for it. Dive in, you know, read, start reading, start, uh, go, you know, attend a fellowship. You know, you have so many, oh, it's crazy. And what, this is actually going to be a good transition because I think we're going to talk about this crazy pandemic world yep. in a second. But uh, you have so many opportunities to attend houses of worship now virtually. Um, literally, I, I remember during the height of the pandemic boom, when we were all staying home, it was the coolest seeing like other people I know in their services. And like, I could like watch one and then watch another. I actually mm -hmm. set up like in my household, uh, we set up a whole like virtual, you know, I got my HDMI cord and I just hook it up for my mom on Sunday. Cause she hasn't been attending because she has health issues. So she hasn't been attending in person. I haven't been attending in person. Right. Um, but, uh, but just, you have, there's so many opportunities for you. You don't even have to like enter a building anymore. You know, I, although I would say that you are missing a great component of, that testifies to God, which is the people of God. There's no God. God is not just facts, literally the believers. That's God's, that's Jesus Christ, the body of Christ. So literally you're, you're, you know, you've got to talk to people, read the book, get the knowledge, test it out. You know, there's a whole division of, of the Christian faith called apologetics, which is all about defense of the faith that, that you can defend the faith academically that, it's not a book that says, oh, this is faith. So we just have to put this over here and science and reason all has to go over here. No, that's completely false dichotomy. And if, if you study out like thousands of years of history, um, the scientists, the first scientists were Christians. Like, you know, like literally you're, you gotta, it, you know, there's false dichotomies that are just part of our 21st century paradigm. that are just not true. Um, so test it out, test them, try them, 
you know? And uh, I mean, my personal outside perspective, he never fails. He never doesn't come through, you know? God, God he will show himself to those who tr- truly and sincerely uh, seek him. But caveat, that's going to require you to put your preconceptions. And also it might tear up some stuff that you're going to have to face yourself with, um, face up with. And it's, it's not pretty. It's not, you know, when we look at ourselves and we look at kind of some of the things we get into, like I was just talking about, it's not pretty. It's not fun for me to talk about this stuff, but it's just part of the human condition. It's part of our sinfulness. But thankfully, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end with, you know, there's a scripture that says the wages of sin is death, right? Because of our sin, we bring death in our life and also one day spiritual death after we leave. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. If with Jesus, there's forgiveness, there's new life, there's new opportunity. There's everything. It's all, you know, all rooted in him, you know? So I don't know. That's my, my, my end note on that, that just, just test them and see and, uh, and check them out. So. All right. Good, good way to put it. And, uh, I think it's fair to say that self-awareness is just as important for that as well. Absolutely. So Matt, one thing you were talking to me, you talked about, you know, mentioned the pandemic for this podcast and you told me that um earlier this year or i should say uh last year in the fall you contracted COVID 19 is that correct yeah you had the you tested positive uh, for the coronavirus and definitely it was a trying time and it was a challenge my faith and not not a trying time in that it went bad because i know more people have had more trying times than us but just going through it um and also not to mention i was the one who brought it into my house so i don't know how i got it but i ended up getting it and um you know uh and then by the time I knew, right, the fever hit, by the time the fever hit, it was already too late. I already, already been in contact with my family. And so they were all exposed and they all ended up getting it too. And then the countdown 10 day, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> clock starts. And, and then, you know, for me, it, it, it drove me to my knees. It drove me to prayer. Um, it drove me to, and we haven't, that's crazy. We haven't even mentioned that. And uh, we were supposed to pray, weren't we? Did we even do that? We didn't even do that. We, uh, we did not do that. We, uh, no, that's all right. we just jumped right in. That's exactly. right. We, we had our own little, me and Matt, me and Matt had our own little prayer session before anyway, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so anyway, it, it, it drove me to my knees. Um, it was, and I, it's crazy because I, 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 I've said this before that it was more of a test of my faith than it was of my body because I think my body, you know, I'm a healthy young person by the grace of God, you know? So it just, I just had it. I had the fevers. I coughed a little bit. But then I, 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 it's funny. I've developed my own like little philosophy to it, which was, I was going to eat as much as I can through it. Like, so I, really? I actually put on, yeah, I don't know. I just did that. I put on and the I quarantine on, like, weight. Think, like, yeah. I put on like 10 pounds, like not even quarantine, like COVID weight. Like, you know what I mean? Cause I was just yeah. like, I'm just going to keep feeding my body energy to just keep breaking down. I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I got through it. My mother, who we were most concerned about, who she had, uh, she has multiple sclerosis. Um, which is an immune, it's an, a, 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 it's actually a virus and a, what is it? Immune. I can't think of the word right now. Um, immune efficiency. It's a, a, yeah, it's immune. It's a, it's a immune virus space. It's immune system, not virus disease An immune yeah. disease. Basically her immune system attacks itself and um, she's had it for her whole life, but we found out five years ago. So we were concerned that the virus was going to affect her bad, but by the grace of God, it didn't. So, and, and wow. actually we, t- we went to her MS doctor and she, uh, he said that actually that people with MS have been doing well with it. 
So thank oh, God for that. And so for sure. you know, we, we all we all got through it. So, um, but again, it was a challenge. Did the whole quarantine. Uh, you know, this is like October. Crazy thing was, um, I so I was in school. I was in my uh, semester, and I I was taking a couple classes, and in my uh, you know divinity school. And so the break I have it basically how they do it with the online classes. You have an A term and a B term. And so literally I just finished my A term was going crazy doing, you know, just reading, 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 writing. I had to write two papers. The second I got done with the papers that Sunday, which was supposed to be my week off before I start my other class. That's when I got COVID. Mm -hmm. So literally like it, 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 the timing was perfect, which that was great. I was grateful for that. But then I had to start my, I had to start my second half of the semester with COVID basically, but yeah. I ended up getting through it. And, um, it's an experience. You, I, I can say that in hindsight, you learn a lot, um, having gone through it, you know what I mean? And, and it also does make you more cautious. Like, you know, like how so, like, what did yeah. you learn a lot uh, from? Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stickler with, I'm a stickler with the mask. So I just wear my mask. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I even when I go to church, like I go to church, you know, like I, I'm very stickler with mask and there's different perspectives right. on that. And like, I, yeah, I respect other people that don't do that. You know what I mean? But for me, just having gone through it and having just being careful, like I just try to wear my mask. Um, of course, you know, you try to be as safe as you possibly can. Again, you got to live your life. And this is just my perspective. You got to live your life. It's like, are you not going to see those people that you love? You know, it's like, of course, mm -hmm. you want to see those people that you love and you try to do it in the best way possible. But the other side that I've been seeing a lot from is there's a lot of hypocrisy that you see. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that are saying one thing and doing one thing. And, right. you know, like, you know, I mean, a sad thing. It's also a value judgment. This is one of the things I noticed because when people were like, oh, what's important? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Home Depot is so important, but they're like, church? Oh, we don't need church. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. it's a, you, you see the, you see the value judgments of people that what's important to you, that's what should be open, you know, which right. is like, and of course you got to keep people safe. But again, we live in a free country, you know, people got to choose to make their own risks. And I, I'm definitely not a believer in a heavy handed, you know, government telling us what mm -hmm. we should do and what we shouldn't do. Of course, there are limits on that, right? People can't run around with guns and do whatever they want. And, you know, like, you know, basically there shouldn't be anarchy. That's what the government's there for. Right. But um, I don't know, just like, you know, people still have to make their own decisions and their own choices. And of course you shouldn't let those choices, you know, affect people negatively, but I don't know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of things that are jumbled up with COVID and uh, in hindsight, like I said, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful that it didn't turn bad for us. Cause I know people that have passed from it. I know people that have, you know, it went bad for them, you know, and we know all the like, you know, the freak stuff that's happened, even with young people that died from it, you know, and had yeah. conditions and stuff. So I'm just grateful coming out of 2020. I'm grateful um, that I got through it. I'm grateful that my family got through it. I'm grateful that we were okay. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm, I'm hoping for the best with the future. Right. Um, and just going to take it day by day, you know, and literally, and, and, and on the other note, uh, it's kind of similar to we just need to learn how to respect other people's opinions. And we need to learn how to respect, you know, and not talk about somebody. Oh, you oh, they don't wear masks. Like that's them. You know what I mean? You do what you have to do to protect yourself. If you know they don't wear a mask, you don't feel comfortable around them, don't go around them. But you don't have to talk about them. You know, and the same thing, the other the other way around, you know, we we just that's one of the biggest lessons I think. And that's why this toxic culture comes from is just not respecting other people's opinions and you know, and, and perspectives and you know, that's where things get cutthroat. So I don't know. That's going into 2020. I would advocate that respect other people's opinions. Don't think just because somebody doesn't wear a mask and you're a super strong person that wears your mask all the time. Don't think they're your enemy because of it. You know what I mean? Like 
we're all people we're all doing the best we can um and yeah there of course you should share your perspective and your knowledge and try to maybe change their opinion but do it in a spirit of love you know speak the truth and the love so and you know in you weren't sure where you contracted it or you didn't have the no, contract I wasn't, tracing? No, I wasn't sure. No, I wasn't sure. No, yeah, well, yeah, nobody contacted me from contract tracing, like right. telling me like I was in here or anything, but yeah, okay. no, I didn't know. And so you've, you you were feeling symptoms after the fact, before you got to like- No, literally. So it was like, I think it was like three days where I didn't have anything and then the fever hit and it was just like super high fever. And it's just like, by that time you're just like me and then like- Really? And did you get tested yeah. during the... No, I got after. I didn't know anything after. until after I okay. had the fever. Yeah, so... So, um, but, so you, you, know, you, had, you had the fever and then you went to get tested? Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah, yep, okay. yep, yep. And it, just, and it and just came out of nowhere, huh? Came out of nowhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's how it is, man. And I, I think definitely it's becoming, like, commonality that people have had it. Like, you know, like, it's like... like yeah. and, 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 symptomatic and, and again, race people that have not... not yeah. And then people have not, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a big, it's a big thing. And I, I definitely pray, you know, I'm praying and I'm not an extremist. Like, you know, even, even within like the Christian world, like the whole vaccine thing is very dividing and extreme. And, you know, I definitely believe God's given us modern science and given us wisdom there to, you know, to help us. But again, also we should use our reason and, yeah. you know, and, 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 uh, and like literally like, you know, not just accept things blindly, like, oh, this is the savior, this is the cure, this is it, you know, just because you want to get back to your normal life. No, because what if 50 years down the line, that vaccine causes something, you know what I mean? Or what if, like, literally, like, you know, you got to, you know, just, I don't know, it's just, you you got to just do your due diligence, do your research, come to your opinion, and then live with it, and then respect others, you know, I, I don't know, that's like, I feel like if we just did that as like a society and as a world, Feel like things would be a lot less like dramatized like it's so much that. drama like it's crazy and crazy. so and just like i don't know, with, I don't know. Well, anyway pray for the world man definitely pray for the world and you know like yeah. but you know just the, my last questions with that is when you had the fevers they all it was just one day you just wake up no, like a, so it, it like, was did it you was, feel it was I'll, coming I'll, or i'll break or, down the fever was literally just one night i'd like fever 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 just felt like hot and literally you would take tylenol and then it would spike and you would take that like right after the tylenol would kick right and you take tylenol and it would go down and then it would spike and then you take tylenol and then it would spike and thank god the third night i sweated it out so and, and everybody's experience is a little different like with the covid thing like you know like i had right the, I had the my toothpaste they said weird for a week like that's like my so my taste buds definitely were like altered. Or whatever. So that's what they said. Again, like the taste bud, it tasted your taste yeah. buds started to feel weird after yeah, brushing they, no, your teeth. I, it's just it's just what I what I experienced. Well, you, you know? personally, but, but again, it's different. But it's different for everybody. And like I said, I gratefully the things with COVID. That's the really thing you have to worry about is the lung thing. You know, you just gotta watch right. your lungs. You know, and watch the breathing and that type of stuff. That's the stuff that you know people get messed up from. You know, so I don't know. That's the that's the thing that you know. That's the thing that I'm grateful I didn't experience that. Like, and uh, you know, like you said, just just uh, from there, just gotta you know, just be careful and and again, just yeah, it keeps going, you know, it keeps going. So, right. So, yeah. with the fever, then the taste, but then your toothpaste started yeah. to taste weird, yeah, and, and then, then but then but then but then five days, six days later, I was fine. And and, and that's what happened. That's and, just my last question. Yeah. So, again, I'm not an expert. I'm not a scientist. I 
got a C yeah. in biology and chemistry. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but for what I have, for, for the knowledge I have or what I've seen, it essentially after it, I don't want to, does it i mean again i'd have to ask an expert and you you you've gone through like it literally just disappeared huh like no, it just it just it just you vanished. just get your strength you get your strength back okay you're not tired anymore you know and you just like you said just keep living and they say you know literally so i i my i went to my um uh primary care doctor yep. you know so literally that's and they told they they are the ones that tested me um and so literally they're just like after they find out you're sick, it's crazy. It's so different than like, if you've ever had like a, you know, like, like a virus or something, right? Like, yep. they're like oh, go get this antibiotic. We're going to treat it with this and exactly. this and just rest. And no, when you get COVID, they're just like, basically my, one of my buddies, it was funny. He had it and he was like, basically just strap in. Like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. There's no, they just say, just treat it like a cold and just stay quarantined and strap in. You know, there's no, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, it was really different. It was really different. And, um, and, but then like, like I said, just managed it and, um, and that was okay. And then we were all okay. And you, you're not contagious, you know, after the 10 to 14 day period. So you're not contagious anymore. So then you return to the world, you know, that's it. So and I, you, I think, I think, uh, I, yeah, that was it. And return to the world, my family, like same thing, they quarantined then they return to the world and that's it. And just grateful and just be grateful. And, and that's it. And like, of course, try when you're, of course, if you find out, that you have it, like stay home, like don't go spread it to people. You know what I mean? Like don't like, right. do crazy and stuff. And you really, you, you know? really, you really um, would would push for socially distance, wear a mask and stuff uh, like that. I just, I, I try, I just, that's the common sense wisdom, right? So that's the common sense wisdom, use it. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, but I also respect people that are, you choose not to, right? If you have two people that choose not to do the social distancing, then that's their choices. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, so just respect them. And me, of course, I try to, I try to, you know, but am I perfect with it? No. Mm-hmm. And do I sometimes put myself in positions where I feel like maybe I shouldn't be there on the hindsight? Yeah. You know, it's like, we're living life, you know, we're, we're imperfect flawed human beings who make mistakes, you know, and if we give each other grace and we give ourselves a little grace, I think that that's really the spirit that we need in this time because um, it's just too much, too much. I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to repeat it again. It's too much drama with this whole thing, man. Like it, if right. we just use our brains, have respect for people, show people grace, love, compassion, kindness, think that this whole thing just becomes a thing and it doesn't become this big monster that it's developed and fear talk about fear uh you know there there's a scripture it says you know uh there we have not been given a spirit of fear but a spirit of power love and of a sound mind literally power you know the fact that god can do anything he's in control love god is good he's going to take care of us you know and uh sound mind literally he's given us reason he's given us you know thinking minds that we're not rationally fearful you know, and literally we don't, you know, you don't have to take the bait of, you know, in the Christian, in the Christian faith, we understand this to be a work of the devil, man. Like he just wants to sow fear in people and he just wants to sow division and sow confusion. And so, and literally just let the world go mad, you know, but we don't need to, don't take the bait, you know, trust God and just live your life, you know, and, and try to, and try to help others and encourage others and speak life into others you know that's it so anyways positive from covid my church developed a youtube channel so you actually you guys can go here if you guys enjoy um 
hearing me, I actually have a message on there. And later this year, I'll have more messages on there. But my pastor, Wayne Goodall, he's got most of the message on there. But just encouraging things for your life. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's Haven of Rest uh, Baptist Church on YouTube. I'll drop Matt the link so he can post it with it. And uh, Yes. Yeah. And okay, that, so and, Haven, and that was Haven of Rest. Haven of Rest, yeah, out in the West Haven, Connecticut. Yep, but but that was something that completely developed because of COVID, because people weren't coming to church, because people were fearful, and we wanted to still reach people and encourage people and give them the spiritual food that they need for their life. And that was a beautiful thing that came about. And now, and now more people can be reached. People that don't even live in the same zone can be reached, you know, that, you know, before just wasn't. So a lot of good has come out of last year. You know, you can't just focus on 2020, the big bad meanie that was just completely bad. No, it's like things are, things are good, you know, things are happening, you know? So what a story, Matt, what a story, you know, one, one thing you wanted to talk about and one thing you wanted to promote that as this is, as we're recording this on January 11th, but the day, the, the day this drops, January 19th, that week, something's taking place. What's happening, Matt? Yeah, so January 18th to 25th, there's actually, uh, it's a week of prayer for Christian unity. Um, it's actually, it was uh, founded by this uh, committee. Basically, it was a committee uh, that was, it's called an ecumenical council, which is a word basically, which just means we want to get all the Christians together from different denominational backgrounds and just come together for a consistent purpose. There are things, practices, languages that, you know, are barriers to having this unity, you know, uh, theologies, things like that. But again, the main tenets of the faith are belief in Jesus Christ as God's son, you know, God's only begotten son and as our Lord and, um, you know, belief in the Bible as the word of God. Um, and so there's a multitude of Christian churches, like, right. So, uh, it was annually coordinated by this world council of churches and, the Member churches are the Assyrian Church of the East, Oriental Orthodox Church, Eastern Orthodox Church, Old Catholic Church, Moravian Church, Lutheran Church, uh, the the uh, Mennonite Church, Communion, um, Methodist Church, Reformed Church, Baptist Church, Pentecostal Church, and the Roman Catholic Church, which is an observer. Um, for a week of prayer for Christian unity, which is a beautiful thing because we do need a build those bridges. And even in life, I mean, that's not to say that there's not outreaches to people, even, even people, you know, other faiths and things like that, but that's not the purpose of this week. This week is for Christian unity, solidarity, and definitely that we can, you know, present Christ to the world in a way that is um, in a spirit of unity and not in a spirit of, you know, if you study, like I, last semester, I took church history and you see there, there was people that died that have died, you know, for their, for denominational differences. You know what I mean? That Christians have killed Christians and like, and other things like that. So it's just, the point of it is just to bring people together uh, for Christian unity. It's one thing that I'm very passionate about. This is like the group that I developed on my college campus, Huskies in Christ, shouts out to Huskies in Christ. Um, My, my brothers and sisters from there, like we have actually active members right now that are still in school. It's a completely student run uh, group. So once you graduate, you pass it on to the next generation. So I was actually like the first leader. Then I passed it on to my uh, brother, Anthony Flores. Shouts out, Ant. And then he ran it for four years and he passed it on to uh, Dadrian Ledette. And so literally we've just been having this chain of succession and, and, the, and the alumni members will go back and will pour in. So it's been a, it was a blessing that to have a, a this is going to be five this is going to be six years for Huskies in Christ, I think, too. Congratulations. So, this will be, this will be, so we've had five years of Huskies in Christ where, sadly, we for the first four years, we had events. We would have two two events. I actually got, like, all the posters on my wall. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think you guys could see him, but um, basically, basically, we've had these two events: uh, Jesus Jam and uh, the Words of Truth Showcase. Which basically, this is in Stanford. I don't know how many of you guys have been to the uh, UConn in Stanford campus. It's really nice downtown campus, great foyer. But basically, we would just have um, the members of the group and other friends of the group come in and um, use their talents, their gifts, and their abilities. Uh, God's given each one of us different gifts, and so to glorify God with them in the in the public on the campus, you know. And um, also, we did a couple uh, Christian rap concerts. So, tidbit. If you guys, and the, me, I'm an avid, active uh, rap fan, hip-hop fan, but definitely over the years, I kind of stopped listening to the garbage and uh, just things that are kind of, and I'm not going to call it garbage. I won't call it garbage. I'll just say things that aren't, you know, lined up with positive, encouraging messages, um, you know, because I don't want to just fill myself with stuff that is not going to uplift me, you know? So, if you haven't tuned in to this thing called CHH or Christian hip hop, you're missing it because literally you gotta, you've gotta give some respect to like just this, this, it, they're really, the artists are fire. And yes, they're not going to get mainstream love. There's only one name pretty much that gets mainstream love, um, which is Lecrae. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out here have heard Lecrae, but Lecrae's, Lecrae's a beast. And he honestly has done so much for it and just, like establishing it as uh you know a genre basically um but there's so many just a multitude of artists um that are just one of my couple of my favorites are seven and hog mob uh bizzle um you know of course like uh, uh there's a guy named kb um andy andy minio which is those are kind of like the lecrae uh was what, what is the uh i forget what their label's called but anyway i'm very passionate about like christian hip-hop music and even in connecticut there's a big local uh, Christian hip hop scene, um, which uh, actually you guys can check out. Um, Where? Camille Milcom, he actually has like a uh, 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 a company that um, he basically is trying to unite all the these different artists and stuff locally. Um, so I, I, I uh, you know, I definitely am like involved in that scene, and I love music. Period. You know, and I love literally just just the the venue that music is. And like I said, for me, I grew up on rap. Like I grew up Lil Wayne, Eminem, you know, kind of that area, 50, that era 50 and all this stuff. So, so definitely it's, it's, it's an awesome way to be able to present my faith um, in a way that can reach people and definitely does reach people. Um, actually, one of the artists I mentioned, KB, he actually became a Christian from Christian hip hop. So literally oh, he yeah? was just, you know, yeah, literally. Yeah. And he, and he, uh, and he literally, his life was changed. And now he's one of the biggest influencers in the area and also doing great things with it. So um, check it out. Just anyway. And my point with that was we would do things like that on the campus to try to bring Christians together from all different churches, from all different backgrounds. And for a unified purpose of just coming together and showing that unity in Christ and the Holy Spirit, um, you know, without the traditional church, you know, bounds. Um, and so I'm actually trying to do that also in my life. Um with, I'm actually thinking about starting up a, uh, a t-shirt clothing company. Um, Tell us I, about I it, Matt. A, what is that? Yeah, I have a I have a name, but it's like a tentative name. Um, actually, I, I'm thinking of uh, no division, oh, no, no division, oh, no division. God bless you. No division company or no division clo- uh, collective, but uh, it's going to be no divco. No div. I don't know. Just, just that, thinking about it. that subject to change. But I actually have a T-shirt right now, which uh, draws upon one of the verses from the Bible, um, where it says, "It says, uh, is Christ divided? 
And it's a rhetorical question because clearly he's not. Um, if you're a Christian and you believe in Jesus Christ, we're here for one pur- purpose. That's to glorify God. Um, and uh, so literally everything we do should be to glorify God. And it's in unity with everyone else who's trying to glorify God. Right. So it doesn't matter if you go to this church. Right. And I go to this church. Um, we all are here to glorify the king. You know, so that's uh, that's my like heart for um, that's my heart for the group. So and for the company, sorry. Give me one second because we're about to we're about to lose a uh, we're about to lose a which call it a computer right now. Has that happened to you before, Matt? Once we had a podcast <laughs> end because my dad took the Wi-Fi, closed it, closed it the wrong time. Yeah. Well, not today, mm. Satan. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyways, but yeah, so that's it pretty much. Um, so yeah, so just be on the lookout. Like I actually I'll drop I dropped Matt the uh the t shirt, uh, which is gonna be no um uh, is Christ divided and on the back basically it answers the question, which is no, he's not divided. Um the cross is not equal to division, uh it equals to unity. And that's the beautiful and I think that's that's um he fights. He's trying to stop us now. Um but anyways, anyways, the point is that the point is that uh, you know it's all about unity, you know, literally, and and even and, and I know that you were touching on this before, Matt. That just even with people outside the faith, something that Huskies in Christ has always done is invite. You don't have to be a believer to come. You don't have to be uh, you know a, a part of a church to come. You we we're open to everybody. You know what I mean? And that's one of the things that you've you've got to be. You know what I mean? Like in order, to, how are people supposed to hear unless they they are able to? You know what I mean? And they're welcomed. You know, and so that's a big thing with with even Huskies in Christ. Also, with you know my efforts were Christian unity. I'm always open to anyone coming and hearing, and also I'm always open to people talking. You know, to me uh, about anything. You know, if anybody, I'll drop Matt my uh, my contact info, and just, if you ever want, just shoot me an email, shoot me a text. You know, I'd love to have a conversation with you and and develop a friendship. So that's what uh, yeah. I try to do, and and I I definitely something that stems from kind of my big life vision. I've always wanted to help people. And I always, I have had this vision where just like, if you have this great group of people who are mutually trying to benefit each other and you each have different skills and abilities, you know, it's, it's, you're able to do so much. So one person can only do so much, you know, literally we're not, no man's an island and, you know, really got to, like I said, just as a, as a theme of unity, come together and just try to help each other and try to open each other up to different perspectives, but also just be able to help and assist, you know, with what we bring to the table. So I know Matt, you do that. And uh, I love what you bring to the table too. Let me just brag on my friend, Um, you know, just literally bringing to the table content, but also uh, experience and skill uh, in uh, film, film and knowledge on film and also on, you know, sitcoms and just writing. And, you know, I just been things that I've seen in his life over the years. And I know he's kind of put a little, not a back burner, but he's just focusing on a different area right now, but something that I know that, you know, he's, he's definitely uh, going in that direction and, and, you know, and it's his passion and following his passions and, Oh, I could tell all those people, you know, look, you got movies on the wall. You got everybody on the got wall. Lots so, of you know, stuff. So, you know, lots like of said, athletes. And and I know that, I know that, that that's what you're even trying to do here is use your platform and your, your uh, production skill um, to try to showcase others. Now I definitely appreciate that. Like I said, this is like my real first podcast experience. This is my real first, like, you know, kind of open up what I bring in a public sphere 
outside yeah. of Facebook um, and also an interactive one. So um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. And definitely appreciate you. And definitely, you know, like I said, we're always trying to encourage and mutually support one another. And um, that's what we're going to keep doing. So that, um, those was very sweet words, Matt. And they, they, they really are dear to me and mean a lot. And, you know, it, it's true. I, I'll have this podcast for the rest of my life. I really will. I have these mics and stuff and um, we'll keep pushing forward with that. But production really is still my dream and being a producer. I just want to yeah. do both. I just I've seen a lot of producers who do both on the reg, whether Brian Koppelman of billions does his own podcast, created billions wrote rounders for anyone who's familiar. Uh, the show entourage creator, Doug Ellen has a podcast and created entourage. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. So, um, yeah. I still have that passion for production as I still look for a new job within that. Um, hopefully, hopefully we hear back from one, from one I'm hey, waiting for too. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And in his time, you know, that's it. And and we, it's crazy. We, we, Pat, in 2020, before the whole pandemic broke out, me and Matt were going through the same exact experience because <laughs> I had an opportunity to get a job at a prestigious I've, I've been thinking about I want to kind of maybe go into academics, like college, like higher education, things like that. And I had an uh, opportunity to get a job at a prestigious academic institution in in, in New York. Um, right. And That's literally, right. just I texted him, and I was, and he was at the same time interviewing for his mm-hmm. um, uh, last two interviews. And uh, it was literally the week the pandemic broke out. And like, oh dude, it was just it, it was just like the timing. But you know what? Anyways, point being. Um, God knows what he has for us. You know what I mean? His timing, you know, and literally like, uh, that's the lessons we learn. And, and, you know, and, and like we said, if, if it's a, if, there's only two answers. It's either a door open or a door closed. You know what I mean? I believe like, literally, it. Of course we, we think we always want the door open. We always want the open door, but sometimes what's behind that door, you may not want it. You know what I mean? And God knows better. You know what I mean? Like he knows, he already knows. So, you know, like I said, I think in hindsight, when I think about that, I think about the goodness of God and that, he knows what he has prepared for us. You know, there's a beautiful verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, to give you hope and give you a future. That's what he has for those, you know, who love him, you know? And and so uh, that's, it, it brings me peace with my situation and also encouragement for the future and yours too, man. And, you know, like you said, man, we're going to do this. We're going to keep just doing our best, everything hundred percent. And, uh, in time, you know, you reap what you sow, you know, that's it, man. So I, I'm excited. Speaking of production, before we get off it, I I gave Matt the heads up to this groundbreaking show. Um, as far as for things that I'm interested in, it was a huge thing. Um, it's called The Chosen. I don't know how many of you guys out there have heard of it or seen it or heard rumblings, but it's the first full-length multi-season show about the life of Christ and about the life of the Christ in the, in the, in the gospels about the Christ and the, and the uh, apostles and stuff. And uh, so it's produced by this guy named Dallas Jenkins, who actually, he shared a testimony. I, I watched, they had a Christmas special and he shared a testimony about his biggest day was the day that his movie flopped. So he produced the movie and it flopped and he thought he was an utter failure. And that's when God gave him this concept of the fact that he doesn't have to do it all. He just has to bring the loaves and the fish and God multiplies it. You just bring your talents and your abilities and God multiplies it. And from there, he developed this show where they're not rewriting the Bible because the Bible is, you know, it is what it is. It says what it says, but they're making it intelligible. 
they're making and and they're right they are writing a what is it not a screenplay what is it called it uh full length show um full length show with depth the character character build up character you know depth and and just everything even you know with uh just you know highs and lows and everything and basically they're bringing it to tv and they've they recently last in 2020 it was huge they literally brought it to um they brought it to tv and literally have made some groundbreaking 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 uh you know what is it called groundbreaking basically moves with it i had the facts but my monger wasn't so but anyway i know you watched it matt so what did you think what did you think of it chosen what were your takes on it on jonathan rumi who plays jesus and just kind of give me give me the critiques and give me the positives and just give me we, we're, we're doing this is behind the scenes with uh matt's artist artist reaction um regarding the chosen which i did watch um I did watch partially. I watched the first four chapters, but um, I do have to keep catching up on it. But I thought there was some good act, legitimately good acting, um, some pretty good cin- cinematography throughout, and especially the visual effects were nice. I uh, I think that anybody, faith or not faith, can uh, get something out of it. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely would agree to that, and definitely I know they're reaching – broad spectrums and it's crazy because it's all off of the app so they haven't it's not like they produced it with netflix or anything it's all off this chosen app so all you have to do is download the chosen app and you can access all of the um all of the episodes they're also on youtube too because they're trying to reach a broad spectrum audience but if you just download the app literally you can access you know all the content and they've actually made it um free by uh people gifting episodes so you can watch episodes but it's also on youtube like i said so if you just want to skip the you know skip the app and just go see it on youtube check it out you know it's really cool it's something that's definitely blessed me um in the past year and definitely speaking to a lot of people um you know like it's 50 in 54 plus countries so it's definitely something that's bringing people together um to learn about this story you know the you know arguably the greatest story of humankind you know the story of christ so right. um, yeah cool man nice stuff nice stuff so matt we've been out for an hour and a half just about it's been a great and it's been a pleasure just want to finish my podcast how i finished every other one is the proudest questionnaire and i'm really excited to what for what you think of the final question as well but matt it's been so far so great and i thank you yeah, for man. coming on so um with that is, is there anything you else you want to say before we get into the proudest questionnaire I just God bless everybody for 2021 and definitely keep your head up no matter what happens. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So Matt, let's start it off. My first question for you regarding the Proust questionnaire, I would have to say, um, what's your favorite word? Jesus. <laughs> All right. I just play I'm just, I, 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 I say that just to be funny, but I don't know. Love, man. Love. That's it. Love or uh, Jesus, and, and God, pretty admirable God, words to start it off. Got it, got it, got his love. You know, that's it. That's what it's about. So great, great. Uh, number two, what is your least favorite word? I would say the opposite, but I'll go um, disrespect. Respect. Disrespect. Oh, disrespect. 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 I, I, would, say, I was just gonna say hate, but like that's like too easy, you know. That was before. I'm, a, word, I'm a words guy too, so I gotta be. I gotta pick my words carefully. 
Disrespect. I like that. I'm about to say, is respect yeah. your least favorite word? I was like, huh, that's, no. a, that's, that's very ironic choice. for what we've been talking about. And no one yeah. knew. Yeah. You, well, and this is a life question, but what turns you on in life? Hmm. Hmm. People caring about you, you know, That's people beautiful. caring about me, you know what I mean? Like literally like, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I think that when people show interest, regardless of whatever their background is or whoever they are, you know, people show interest. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's, you know, how movements start, you know, the fact that even you're a testimony that the fact that so many people have come on your show and are supporting it and, you know, trying to do what they can with it, man, that's like a big, that's a big turn on, you know, and, not to mention for me personally, I just like learning. I, I, I was thinking how I would answer the question differently. I like learning too, you know? So learning is definitely something great that is, uh, is a great one too, so. Really, really great. I love yeah. it, I love it. What turns you off in this world? Hmm. Think, I think, I think, Kind of, I, I kind of just want to go for the opposite, but it's just like when people, when you don't give people the time of day, you know what I mean? Like you just shut people down. You just literally like, no, you know, you think people are just, just disrespect people's inherent value. You know what I mean? Like literally like just, and just people skip over you, whether it's because of your, you know, especially what's this manifested racism, uh, racism people just disservicing you because of the color of your skin um literally also it can get into like you know even political strife or like cultural strife things like that where you just people don't listen to each other because of where they're from almost like the romeo juliet thing right with uh, the capulets and the montagues like you know two two different worlds you know never never the two will cross you know but really we're all we're all people we're all in this world together you know just you know, worlds collide man that's it man my next question is what sound or noise do you love matt mm. sound of praise man i love going to church and worshiping man singing singing you know that's that's uh you know and loud actually, and proud right exactly man and but also diverse diversely because like i have a great appreciation actually and some people in the christian church are like very very you know oh i only like the like modern they call it contemporary christian shout out to k love um k love is like the biggest like contemporary christian radio station in the states but um some people are like oh i only like that i don't like like the old hymns and the old but i grew up in the catholic church and the catholic church i really have a great appreciation like dude those those old organ types Damn. like music like deep you know deep like gets an you know, emotion out of you know what, no it does it really does dude and some of the songs like literally really like you know i have appreciation for that so but i love i do love i do love music in general more specifically praise there's a verse that says let everything that has breath praise the lord and of course praise is not only singing but singing is one of the best ways to do it and definitely makes you feel great and whether you have a great voice or not man like just sing you know so sing it loud sing it proud man that's it number six what sound or noise do you hate hmm Sound or noise do I hate? Yeah, this is like a tough, this is a challenging one. <laughs> um, hmm. Sound. 
silence. No, I'm just, no, I, 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 it's funny because I talk. I, I'm just talking to person. People around me know that I'm like a talkative person, so some would think that I hate silence, but nah, I don't. I don't actually hate silence. But we can just <laughs> say silence. But, but I, I actually like solitude. Um, gives you space to think and stuff. But, um, yeah, I would say just go. We'll go cheesy, not cheesy, but we'll go obvious. Hate the sound of people being jerks to people. You know, literally like hearing people you know disservice others and with their voice with their vo- the voice is such a gift you know the voice and and your words are such a gift for you to use that as a point of you know tearing other people down that's a real thing to be hated so i think a lot of people do right, agree with move that on to the next myself thing. what's your favorite um, curse word matt what is it what's your favorite curse word all right hold on Hold on, I got Siri doing some crazy stuff to me. Siri was doing some crazy stuff to me. Anyways, um, what is it? Favorite curse word? Mm-hmm. Darn it. Darn it. That's what uh, in West Anderson's Moonrise, King- Moonrise Kingdom... Someone says, nah, I, I, uh, darn yeah, it to I, Bill I, you know, Murray, and he says, stop swearing at me. So Darn I'll it, darn it. it. I'll, I'll say, I, and I'll give it, I'll, I'll give a little, uh, another little mini lecture. I guess I'm on my way to becoming a professor. Who knows? But anyway, mini, li- mini lecture. Um, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but only that which is good to lift others up. So, But I'm a big advocate of expressing yourself, so you got to express yourself, but use those words wisely. Uh, life and life and death and the power of the tongue. <laughs> I love it, Matt. I love it. Uh, my next question for you is, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Hmm. Professional skateboarder. It's never too late. That's never yo. Late. I I, <laughs> I, I uh, you know, like I said, that's one of my passions. Um, it, those extreme athletes and athletes in general, they have to put so much time and effort. And I know you see it with your brother, with Tommy, like so much time and effort into, you know, where the direction he's going into being into their, into their, their trade, you know, and their skill. Um, and even with, you know, like professional uh, skateboarder. Yeah. That was, it's a lot of time, a lot of effort, also your body holding up, but I just, I enjoy skateboarding that much that that would be so awesome to be able to do something I love so much uh, you know, and get paid for it and, you know, also be able to be an encouragement and inspiration to, uh, people on that platform. Yeah. How about that? How about that? What profession would you not like to do? President of the United States of America. (laughs) I would, I I would, I would, I I think a lot of people say that. I would like to do the president of the United States of America, uh, just because I feel like if I was in that position, I would try to just use it for the most, but again, yeah, maybe right now I'll answer that because president of the United States of America and just put politician, I think right now in our country, I don't think I envy any politicians right now um, because it's just not fun and ugly and, but yeah, they can do a lot of good. So I applaud them and I pray for them. Definitely wish the best for everyone in the country. And I'm an advocate. You want change? Make it. Be it. All yeah. right. Later, like, you know, that's it. Like, we're, and of course, advocate for it as well. But, uh, you know, politically and, you know, 
protests, movements, whatever, but also how are you in your daily life, your daily relationships, you are able to do it. So. All right. All right. And my last question, Matt, then I have to run out of here, but um, Matt, this is a very big question and I'm very, I've never been more excited to ask someone of your nature and background, ask this very specific question to you, Matt. This is going to be a special question I'm asking you, even though I ask everyone it, but for you, I'm really excited to see what you say. All right. All right. Matt, Matt Edwards, Matthew Edwards, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Easy. Well done, and my good. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Ain't that a sound Ain't that a sound boy? That's it. That's it, man. Well, Matt. So you were incredible. I can talk to you all day, and I thank you for giving me a great conversation, a humbling one, and a great experience for us Thank, all, so. uh, the experience is likewise and i'm grateful and I, i'm grateful for you man i'm grateful for you in my life and definitely grateful for everyone out there listening to this thank you for making it with us all the way to this point if you've made it and definitely like i said just my encouragement to you keep going keep keep making that difference and keep just striving towards you know your your high goals and you could do it you know encourage encouragement so you're a beautiful man, Matt. Great it, man, man too. And thank you, bro. I, I hope to see you again in person. Let's get at Diamond Deli again, and stay yeah. safe. And stay safe. And again, also, what what else? Amen. Just a reminder: Amen. what's going on this week for anyone interested? Oh, just just Chris, just week of week of prayer. Look out for you know week of prayer for Christian unity, and um, and also like I said, just look out for. I don't know. Just look out for any opportunities for for uh, for you to experience the Christian faith. You know, just 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 be open. You know, open. And my number one thing: if you've never read the Bible, read it and then make your judgment. Don't make your judgment before. So, oh, all right. And Matt, if there's anybody right. who needs a great friend like you, who needs someone to listen to them, because I know you would be kind enough to do that. Well, they, how can they reach out to you? Yeah. So you guys can reach me. I, I have a uh, Instagram. I have, uh, I'm also on Facebook. I use my Facebook for like reach out means uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So uh, any of those three platforms, I'll, I'll leave the, you know, the, the info with Matt and just reach out to me, you know, and, and definitely I'm open to just, you know, serving and also just, just trying to collaborate and uh, just help people to, you know, understand the faith, but also just, just, try to come alongside them and help them however I can with my skills, my abilities, whatever I bring to the table. So that's it. So and please. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, see, I'm such, I'm so bad. I'm but so also you could go to Matt, go look up Matt Edwards on LinkedIn and Facebook. All right. From so Norwalk, Connecticut. My Instagram handle. This is Matthew Allen Edwards. At Matthew I Allen probably should Edwards. Say, Matthew Allen Edwards. Yeah, at Matthew A at Matthew M A T T H E W Allen A L L E N Edwards. That's it right there. So and again, you could check um, him out on Instagram, and you could check him out on Instagram at Matthew Edwards. Matthew Allen Edwards, one word. Go to Facebook, yep. Matt Edwards, and yep. LinkedIn, Matt Edwards. So with that, Matt, yep. you're the man. I'll talk thank to you really you too, soon, man. and thank See you for that music. you have me and matt i'll talk to you later all right peace
that is my buddy Matthew Edwards with an amazing, humbling, and outright incredible story. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on. We'll be back here on Thursday, the 21st day of January. And who's going to be joining the program? My great buddy, Will Hester, is going on as he talks about fatherhood, his endeavors, and a lot of other funny things, fun and funny things in between. But yep, yeah, let's have a good week. Let's be respectful of each other's opinions and thoughts. Let's be safe and continue to socially distance as we keep moving along and getting older and making each other proud and making our families proud. But seriously, though, keep on being kind and doing the right thing. But with all that, don't forget to check out me and Ryan Page on the Tweet Cap every Friday as we break down the insane news stories in this crazy and intense world. But... We try to make sense of what we're talking about. But check that out on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. Back here on Thursday with my great friend, Will Hester. And I will see you all very, very soon. Have a great week. I believe in you. Peace.